Well, hello, intrepid traveler. You have entered the lair of the mind sculptors. And while I'm aware that this is sort of thematically not exactly a Back to the Future style emplacement, um, Callahan had no idea I was going with this angle. Um, I didn't know you were going with the angle, but I'm okay with it. I'm, yeah, I'm not going to have yourself a drink. I'm partaking in a Celsius, which is known as the White Girl's Monster. <laughs> I'm drinking water. Well, I mean, an adventurer like yourself, of course, you would need to be rehydrated after risking your life on the road. I have been playing a lot of Baldur's Gate, so I guess this does mm. make some sense. Um, I have been too cheap to purchase such a game. <laughs> too cheap. Oh my gosh. Um, wait, hold on a second. There's somebody at the door. Oh, this is this is not a bit. Hey, what's up, YouTube audience? Now it's just the two of us. Let's talk about not doing drugs. Um, you know, sometimes... <laughs> I can't do this by myself. I'm so sorry. Uh, sometimes you're at a magic con, you know, and uh, you're sitting there and a cool member of a, of a podcast or, or maybe a YouTube channel walks up to you with a marijuana cigarette. And it's at those times that you've got to look deep inside yourself and say, no, I know where I stand. And it's it's by the side of sobriety and uh good good faith and humanity so you know don't do drugs kids now if there's any adults watching um feel free to do as many drugs as you can do responsibly and uh Scott Ian. <laughs> oh, no. we gotta go back to the future <laughs> oh, it's, it's your kids ian it's your kids we we, we gotta go save them where are my cats? <laughs> it's your kids! Did you hear any of my monologue? Oh, I very much so did. Okay, yeah, that was cool, great. Cool. Uh, for our... our Spotify listening audience, you just missed me running away uh, to get the door uh, and uh, coming back dressed like Doc Brown from the end yeah. of Back to the Future. Uh, also, if this is for the YouTube audience, once again, uh, you know, fuck the Spotify audience. I'm yeah, so sorry Spotify you have to listeners. deal with their shit. The fact that we had to take time out of our podcast here that you want to watch in video form and you missed or that they missed like a really good joke that Cal did where where they came back. Look at my Christopher Lloyd. And that was fucking <laughs> sick. So fuck those Spotify <laughs> nerds. <laughs> I, I need you to know I spent like a dumb amount of time putting tinfoil around these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for like a, a 10 second bit. Yeah, for the people um, at home, Cal will often text me and be like, hey, I did a silly thing. And I'll just be like, oh no. And then I won't like remember because they text me this once a week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there, There's sometimes it, it's one of those things where, well, I would say I do it more than once a week, actually. Um, where I'm yeah, just like, uh, Ian, I, I did a thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Coming to me like a, a child who has spilled something important. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> yeah, literally. Uh, but yes, we're doing uh, part two of Hidden Gems of CEDH. 
Hell uh, yeah. People really liked it, and I didn't get to do my Doc Brown. So uh, mm-hmm. we're doing that. Um, nice. So before we, we get into that, though, to remind people, we talked about this last week. It's free. Just do it, okay? YouTube audience, it's not hard. All you have to do is hit like, hit subscribe. Mm-hmm. It costs uh-huh. you nothing. Zero. All it does costs you literally nothing. Literally. You don't, if you don't want to turn on notifications, it's fine. I would like it if you turned on notifications. But... Um, no, we'd like it. I need... It'd be cool. It would be, it would cool. be great. Can I just point out the way I have my hair right now makes yeah. me look like I'm very old. Uh, you're, you're definitely. I have a vibe off. at the moment. You're giving off Christopher Lloyd energy. You've, committed, <laughs> you've really committed to the bit, and that's lovely. I'm very you. committed to the bit. Um, so make sure you like, subscribe. Hit that hit that notification button if you really if you really want to. Um, and you might be sitting there and being like, I don't know, did the notification button really deserve to be physically struck at this moment? I want you to hit it. Hit it. And remember that if you don't hit that, you would miss such amazing content like me running in dressed like Christopher Lloyd from the yeah. Back to the Future. Um, so also, if uh-huh. you're you know, one of those Spotify listeners. I want you to forget, like what, like we said last week, forget what we just said to, to, to mm-hmm. YouTube. None of that matters. Yeah. Um, just leave, leave. How do you, can you even rate on Spotify is actually a question. No, this is I my have. point. They're the fucking worst. They can't help us at all. They listen for free. What are you doing? Spotify? Get on Patreon. <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. And meanwhile, Apple Podcasts is out there. People are dropping ratings left and right. It's great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is Apple Bros, dude. You guys were all shitting on Apple in the po- in the comments last week, and yeah. man, I tell you, Apple Apple pays the bills, baby. Um, <laughs> I I hate that sentence. Apple pays the bills, baby. Uh, and if you're a Google Podcast listener like Ian, well, why? Um, we get it. You're you're different. Um, I'm subscribed to the machine Android. Yeah, it's it's fine. I've got my my iPhone. I'm happy with it. Um, yeah. So let's talk about some old commanders, shall we? Um, we <laughs> got a few. We've got seventeen here. Uh, we're probably not going to go as in deep on some of these. Uh, but the first one we will talk about is Teshar, Ancestor's Apostle. You all know it. You all hate it. It's the 2-2 bird cleric that is costs three generic and a white and ha- has flying and says whenever you cast a historic spell, which are artifacts, legendaries, or sagas. Mm-hmm. Return target creature card with mana value three or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. Now, Ian, traditionally, this is, you know, everybody is kind of aware of Teshar KCI. 80% Um, win rate, baby. It has a surprisingly good win rate. Uh, for those who are not familiar with why I'm being sassy about that, uh, there was a period of time when um, the uh, CEDH metagame project was self-reported. 
And uh, the Teshar players who were like in a very specific meta would all report their Teshar games. And it had like an 85% win rate. And people were like, well, I mean, statistically speaking, Teshar is the best deck in the format right now, which it obviously <laughs> was not. <laughs> so um, that's that's my explanation for the insider baseball comedy there. I know Cal and I are, are boomers at this point in the world of CEDH. But, Listen, uh, I, I know some people don't like the inside jokes, so we're, we're trying to give you context. So we're not doing inside jokes. Yeah. Um, oh fuck! Sorry, cat just fucking claw my leg. Miri, she loves being here while I'm doing podcasts. Aww. Uh, so well, overall thoughts is- on Teshar? I I like. I I feel so mid on Teshar, and kind of <laughs> always have. Like uh, exceptionally mid. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It's it's like I, I don't know. Why? Yeah. I'm sure we're going to get some some Teshar apologists in our comments that are going to be like, oh, no, sure. it's great. Uh, Teshar is cool. Like, it's explosive. It does the thing that it wants to do, right? And it's one of those decks. It's like, I'm glad it exists in the format. It's unique. It's It does the thing that Mono White does not normally do, right? right. It's like a fast combo deck in white. Um, and because of that, like, I'm glad it exists, but I don't think anything has changed for me to like the deck anymore. If anything... Uh, I have less reason to play it now because they made Moira and Teshar, which is kind of like better Teshar. Uh, unfortunately, it's a little more expensive, but the abilities kind of cracked. Uh, I also just and- think that generally, if I was going to play a like mono white, a fast mono white deck, I think that yeah. I would generally choose to play Owl instead because um, I like Teshar I, better I, now in in the speed sense. But I see what you're saying. Yeah, it, it, it's I think. Teshar is faster technically, but I think Owl is just more consistently good, mm-hmm. if that makes mm-hmm. sense. It's not as swingy as Teshar yeah. can be. Um, I don't know why Miri has decided it is only during the Mind Sculptors that she does this. <laughs> hey, Miri, chill. No, she can you hear me? Are you being a good little cat? My dog <laughs> is she, looking at me like, apologist. are you talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> Miri loves Teshar. That's what's happening. <laughs> Miri's a big fan of Teshar. Well, cats like birds. That's there you go. Yeah, that's the reason. True. She's like the, the interaction with Lotus Petal. But <laughs> <laughs> <I> chewed Lotus. <laughs> yep. No, I mean it's a cool deck. It's it once again uh, attacks the format at a unique axis. It loses to Rule of Law and Collector Roof and Rest in Peace and Graft Digger's Cage and uh, too many cards. So sorry, Teshar. Yeah. <laughs> It loses to too many cards to be in mono white. Honestly, is kind of the issue. Um, So this is this is another one that uh, for me is like a model five, right? Like I'll see it across the table, be like, that is a a CEDH deck for sure, and then be like, I'm not expecting to lose to it. (laughs) But you can if you are not like like it's one of it. This is something we've talked about on the podcast before, and not to get too deep into it, but yeah, like the the whole. You have to respect everything that you sit down at a table yeah. with, because otherwise you're just going to fucking lose to it. Yep. Um, so I, I'm, I'm going to give it a, a, a solid four. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know that I give it quite a five. I think that mono white, this type of stuff is sketchy mm-hmm. at best, but I also it, it's it's helped by the fact that I think KCI combos are really fun and cool. Um, <laughs> okay, so yeah, it's rad as fuck, and it's the card that I try and break in CDH maybe every two minutes. 
Yeah. Uh, just it sucks that like it inherently isn't fast enough to work on the rog side axis, right? Of of just speed, right? And therefore right. it needs to play stacks pieces, but the stacks pieces that you want to play shut down KCI, right? So it's weird. Right. Um if there was redundancy for KCI, it'd be a very different story. Yeah. That's kind of always the issue with that stuff, right? It's that you just kind of run into the redundancy issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh next commander is Arkham Dagson. We briefly mentioned this last week, but Arkham, if you're not familiar, is a 2-2 human artificer that costs three generic and a blue, and it has the ability to tap and target artifact creatures controller sacrifices it. That player may search their library for a non-creature artifact card, put it onto the battlefield, then shuffle. Um, This this used to be a thing when Engine was around. Paradox Engine. Pour one, pour one out for the homies. Um, yeah. But, uh, and then it kind of died off. And then I mm-hmm. saw some people kind of working on it a little bit after the fact. But, like, I, I think it's a cool card. Yeah. I, I think that I don't know what I'm supposed to do with, like, it being in mono blue, if that makes yeah. sense. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that part of it being the problem. Um, the 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 biggest issue I see with it is like of just how commander reliant the actual strategy is. Right, the win yeah. is very clunky. Um, it's it's like Sissé in the fact that like it's all there in the command zone, but you don't have you know five colors worth of removal to like deal right. with. Right. On the other hand, I did lose a finals match because I didn't counter an ornithopter. You know, so like there's <laughs> there's stuff like that. That's hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't like pretty, it. That. <laughs> that's a pretty cool win in Arkham's favor, right? It's like I did not counter an ornithopter and therefore we lost the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's I don't know. I think the biggest issue. Honestly. Is the fact that like you have to wait, like, honestly, if, I, if I'm being completely honest, I think the real issue is that you have to wait a turn. Um, um. Yes and no. I, I I see your point, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of the same thing with like Oswald in my mind, where like Oswald's issue well, is way is, better than Oswald. Yes, it's much better than Oswald, but it, <laughs> it, it, like I think Oswald would be so much better if it could do something the turn it came down. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we can get into that conversation, but I think Oswald's one of the most overhyped and terrible commanders of all time. Yeah. Uh, because it it reads like a good card and is not <laughs> like yeah oh, i have to play all of these mana or all of these artifacts that literally don't do anything but chain into the one that i want yeah um did i describe it correctly um yeah that and like paying one white seriously one white they couldn't have made it a colorless like that's insane yeah but uh, Arkham doesn't have to do that. It just has to tap. Uh, in a world where Bowmasters is like kind of wrecking Najila's day, mm-hmm. is that is Arkham gonna like? I think Arkham would struggle based on that, right? Like, I think uh, if you're the Arkham player, you're mm-hmm. probably creating scenarios in which. You're either a following like like the idea that you have your your turn one trendosphere backed up by a force of will is kind of the idea of like where the deck goes right for me. Right. 
uh, followed by like your turn two Arkham, right? Um, or you're waiting till you have a lightning greaves to play your Arkham, activate it. You're not drawing extra cards. You're just right. playing your Arkham and, and having it ready to go. Even if you don't activate it that turn, getting it down, getting it protected is the thing to do, right? So, uh, I don't know. I think the deck has legs. I think it, I could see it stealing a tournament. The thing is, I think it's uh, very easy to be like, oh, I don't really get what this deck does and kind of ignore it, right? I don't think it's yeah. like that attractive to people. Um, to be honest, it's a deck that I... You know, I think I have a disproportionate amount of respect for because of how I've seen it used. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I like the card a lot. I think it's really, really cool. Um, and I think it's quite powerful. Yeah. Um, so I play it in the 99 of like some casual decks. Yeah. That's that's usually what I, I do with it. But no, I mean, I think it's it's really cool. I really like in my experience, I just never saw it after Paradox Engine got banned. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So that was kind of that's always been my experience with it. Um, hey. Next card. Whoa. Do we have a runaway cat? Yeah, she was trying to eat flowers. <laughs> God damn it, Mary. Meanwhile, <laughs> <laughs> her brother's being a tiny little angel. Just like. Hey, Athena, stop biting your pause we need to get oh sorry our youtube audience just got nauseous uh <laughs> welcome to the roller coaster cast where we... <laughs> whatever i like my we're just here okay. to we're just here to talk about roller coaster tycoon 2 <laughs> Not even a real roller coaster, but roller coaster tycoon. <laughs> We're the roller no, coaster no, specifically tycoon. roller coaster tycoon too. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. I thought yeah, maybe yeah. The, the the podcast itself had branched out, but no. This is a no, 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 no. It's specifically tycoon two. Yeah. <laughs> Understood. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, next commander that we're talking about is Sadisi, uh, not the one we talked about last week, but uh, a different one from a different timeline. Uh, Sadisi Undead Vizier is a 4-6 zombie Naga that costs 3 generic and 2 black, has death touch and exploit, which is whenever, when this creature enters the battlefield, you may sacrifice a creature. Uh, When Sadisi exploits a creature you may search your library for a card put it into your hand then shuffle your library uh this used to be a like very fast deck back in the day Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh if people remember the fishbowl deck which uh, it was a storm deck that won with aetherflux reservoir as far as where it sits these days i mean mono black is weird um what are your thoughts on it ian uh you know if i'm being honest i don't really see anything that it's gotten that makes it any better (laughs) um Mm -hmm. it's just like hey you want a demonic tutor in the command zone for five mana sure (laughs) right uh black has like shouldered now which i guess is like a cool way to win but like i don't know i don't think this does anything better than the other amount of black options we have mainly carrick right and uh yeah i mean it's like really cool to have a tutor in the command zone but then also like people are aware that you have just a demonic tutor in the command zone right so they're never going to treat you as like down and out because you can always 
tutor for an answer. Um, right. It's just it's it's very interesting. I don't really see any upside to it at the end of the day. Yeah, I tend to agree with you on that. Uh, my biggest thing, I like, I just I I miss the old fishbowl Nas days. Mm-hmm. Those were the the glory days, so it were. Yeah, uh, I think this is definitely much more under like a nostalgia card than it is. Uh, yeah, uh, has potential nowadays kind of card. Yeah. This is this is the uh, we we went back in time, and uh, this is the Johnny B. Good of the set. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. There we go. The cultural appropriation of the set. Got yes, it. exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice, 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 um, nice. Im- implying that a white man wrote Johnny B. Good. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Also, by the way, the entire time I've been doing all of this, like Back to the Future, like yeah, setup yeah. stuff for all this, cannot yeah. stop thinking about John Mulaney's Back to the Future bit. Um, so the the entire time i just have that in the back of my head Um, (laughs) what if (laughs) who can set the clips oh so you're calling it oh that's great so you're gonna call it back to the past oh well i don't even want to say what i was gonna say (laughs) (laughs) well what we're gonna say well we thought we call it back to the future but they're going to the past (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah so sadisi uh it's i'll give it a i'll give it a a a two because of the nostalgia yeah this is a one for me i'm sorry yeah it's fine you you get the 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 pity two for me you'll never be wrong sigh speaking of uh something that'll never be wrong sigh uh next card on our list is my lady Zada Hedron Grinder. It's a hell yeah three three legendary goblin ally that costs three generic and a red. And says whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell that targets only Zada, Zada copy that spell for each other creature you control that the spell could target. Each copy targets a different one of those creatures. I fucking love the stick so much i love this deck too yep i adore it it's so dumb and i love it so much mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the definition of like uh a silly like y- you know how every time they do those crazy montages you hear the benny hill song in the background <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that's yeah. what the deck is for me 100 every time they print a new efficient red creature every time they print a new red pump cantrip i'm just mm-hmm. like yo is that a, is that a good again uh and then it's not but I still think about it. I think about it every day. It, it's again like the Roman Empire thing. This is my Zodahedron Grinder is my Roman Empire for sure. <laughs> Quick, I'm, I, I gotta, I gotta text Lua and ask her to, to ask you how often do you think about Zodahedron Grinder. <laughs> Oh my god, goodness. Uh, I I like Zada a lot. It's one of those things where it just like has a lot of text on it that is good, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yep. It just it feels like one of those cards where it's gonna eventually be an oops, we made something really stupid and now the card's really good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it just it feels like it's that away. Yeah, um, I hope so. Because listen, I have 
all of these zero drop kobolds sitting yep. in my collection that I got to do something with, right? Like, same. <laughs> I I literally have every single one, yep. especially because I was thinking about uh, you know making Turbo Winota years back, right? Where right. Just like all the zero drops. Um, yeah, I just like it's so it's so silly because you're just like oh zero drop zero 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 drop um overmaster and then <laughs> expedite well, draw ten cards. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <expedite> <laughs> <draw> 10. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's the whole deck. It's it's very silly. Um, the problem is like th- this is the real issue with it, right? Is like when you get the engine online, it's actually kind of insane. Mm-hmm. The the issue is that you need early Zada, early token maker, and a cantrip in your opener. Yep that's not an easy ask <laughs> especially in red too like and red doesn't have great tutors no it does not have um, much of any tutors at least at least it gets breached though now it do got breach um it had, yeah it got plenty of upgrades over the past few years it got yeah. loaded it got breach it got jessica's will right like all these things where you're like well it's gotta be good now and then uh much like the roman empire think about it but it is still gone <laughs> Gone like Frank's not like Elvis. I start singing Switchfoot. Look, here's here's my hot take, right? Okay. If you confidently walk into a tournament with a Zada, you're rocking a 10 out of my books. If you can say with confidence, I'm ready to play this deck, hell yeah, good for you. Um, realistically, you are not doing that. Uh, so that sucks. Yeah. On the other hand, I really think a lot of the old Zada builds used to probably be a little land heavy. Yes. So maybe we need some of our turbo aficionados. Some turbo like eyes on here. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Zane, Zane, come build Zada. <laughs> quick, I'm going to DM him real quick. Hey, Zane, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're DM in Zane. Dubai. Uh, so uh, I, I'm i going to give it like a five, personally. Yeah. Uh, just because it's like. It, it does a thing that is extraordinarily strong. Yeah. Uh, but is it going to do it every game? Probably not. Uh, yeah. So I, I think that five is reasonable. You got to respect mm-hmm. it. It's sure. kind of hard to kill, too. It's a three, three. And in this format, a three, three kind of hangs around. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, I give it definitely like a like a like a three. OK, like I love I love her. She's great. Um, this is probably not happening. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I, I built a SBT turbo dredge deck. Don't, don't, don't make me yeah. build a yeah, Zada I, deck. I would love for you to spend your time on Zada and not to DC Brewtown. I would actually exactly <laughs> love that. that but I can play Hogak in the 99. Oh my God. You're a Hogak. Next. <laughs> Uh, next card is one of the most classic mono green decks out there. And we got a lot of requests specifically about this card. And that is Yison, the Wanderer Bard. It is a 2-3 a human rogue bard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that it only says rogue on the card, but it has been eroded to include bard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it costs two generic and a green has the ability for two generic and a green to tap, put a verse counter on Yisan, the Wanderer Bard. Search yep. your library for a creature card with mana value equal to the number of verse counters on Yisan, put it onto the battlefield, then shuffle. So this is like, I feel like everybody's lost to this deck like once, right? I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's really hard for me to evaluate Yisan because 
Yisan has spent too much time in my POV. Like I, I, I just, it's, it's my fucking best friend from Massachusetts only played this deck for years. I yeah. learned the format from Shaper who then would talk to my best friend from Massachusetts about uh. Yisan every two fucking minutes. And mm-hmm. I was just like, there was my first two plus years of this format were flooded with this mono green bastard. <laughs> Like is I I ordered hundreds of dollars from cards from fucking um card market and of course my friend was like I need a foil German Yisan right so like this 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 card has taken up too much of my mental space already <laughs> so <laughs> I am aware of every upside and every downside of Yisan I'm aware of all the new tech I know I know it's great <laughs> it's the best parasite of all parasitic decks truly and i don't mean that to be a bitch like i mean it's like parasitic decks are a real archetype right it yes. has been like in our format since the beginning because of the multiplayer nature right mm-hmm. parasitic deck will always latch on to a certain environment the yisan environment is not the current metagame yep. right yisan actually just left the point of view i think where it was thriving right because for a bit, right, the metagame was very much dominated by rule of law, dominated by Winota style decks, right? And this is one of the only decks that could keep up with Winota as far as rule of law advantage engines. Um, you know, when Blood Pod was a thing, Yisan dominated the format. Yep. When Winota was a thing, Yisan was actually coming in, putting up numbers. Yeah, I mean, well there was a period of time where Yisan was like one of the better decks in the format. Yeah. Correct. Difficult to play, difficult to play correctly. Yes. Um, but man, the amount of times I have come back from an insurmountable yeast on board state by resolving a cyclonic rift and they're like, oh, shit, <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> it's just yeast on is a deck with a lot of potential. Ashaya made the deck a lot better. It, it right. allowed you to be uh, cyclonic rift proof. Right. Like, but the thing is, people are playing more creature removal than they ever have historically. Um, people are playing more effects like curse totem nowadays and they're playing their dress downs and people mm-hmm. are talking about fucking humility mid-range again and we just saw a, a list from just ice in our uh in our discord where they were doing a uh first sliver humility uh food chain oh, list. yeah that's that's and, been a thing that chaos has been preaching for a long time see They're i didn't even know about it but the yeah. fact that you can still do all your combos yeah. with the humility right. i was like oh that's actually kind of that's kind of neat yeah, yeah. Um, first liver is uh unironically one of the one of the best humility decks in the format which is very funny to me yeah um but it, it, that all being said right? right let's uh let's let's call it what it is humility is you know doing fine right but yisan is is going to be one of those decks that is really good at attacking certain formats right it is probably in the worst place it could be right now um if i'm being honest like yep. the when when people are going a little bit faster when the mid-range decks are pressing their advantage like what the fuck is a yisan going to do against tivit Right, like, like there's been never this many main deck graph diggers cages and yeah. you know containment priests and just cursed totems and toxic deluge. Like, Isan is not going to thrive in this environment. Yep. And if it does, it means that the people who are playing these responsible decks are playing them so badly. Yeah. <laughs> like, I agree. Truly. Um. So yeah, sorry, Isan. Uh, your your time has come and gone. I do think. As far as like a card in the 99, there are oh, yeah. some decks where this is yeah. just a banger in the 99. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, I mean, if you're playing like, uh, I hate to bring up the the infamous Sacred Guide, right? But like, right. 
turn tur- activation one get sacred guide untap get oracle activate sacred guide is like a real way to win the game without casting a single spell right yeah um now do i think that that's a way that people should be playing magic maybe not you know maybe we don't play sacred guide but you know <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine it, it's just soul tie with one white card yeah it's not like um, it's not like white's one of the best colors in the format right now no white's white's not good um yeah i i i give it this is another five for me i think it's fine i think that if you don't respect it it will win games and if you respect it the correct amount it will just sit there and kind of be like well that was cool uh I'm going to give it a four for now because I, I think that's how I would have felt about it a little while ago. But right now I think it's, it's just an even worse spot. Like, like, please don't bring ease on. <laughs> like, please. Yeah. The thing is, is I built that, um, what was it? I built that, um, what's the, the elemental lady, um, the mono green deck. I can't oh, remember. Titania deck, yeah. Yeah. Titania. And yeah. I was like, oh, this is actually kind of interesting and like different. And like, it's, I, I will give it that if you are really tired of playing one, like if you don't play these types of decks very often, I, if you want a breath of fresh air, it is very much a good breath of fresh air because it is very much different from what you are used to playing, um, which is something that I really appreciate about it. Yeah. Uh, or you could play Sose. <laughs> you could play Sose. Uh, can't argue with that. Uh, let's look at our next card on the list, uh, which is Tigam Ojatai Master. It is a 3-4 human monk that costs two generic and a white and blue that says instant sorcery and dragon spells you control can't be countered by spells or abilities. And whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell from your hand, if Tygam attacked this turn, that spell gains rebound. Uh, I'm gonna be I don't honest. know about you, Callahan, but I'm living in 2023 in Rogsai format. We don't even use counter spells anymore. So Tygam is <laughs> just a blank little note of text here. <laughs> Four mana for your commander. That's Beseech the Queen, man, or Beseech the Mirror. Fuck. It's fine. <laughs> Joke still landed. <laughs> did it though uh, <laughs> but uh yeah i mean rock size is just too fast rock size uh, no, rock size down to 24 lands what are you supposed to do if you're playing tygam you, you uh, can't keep up with that you play tygam in a shell and you copy your ad nauseum with it done <laughs> i actually now, don't hate i actually don't hate this card um I, 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 I have to be really convinced with Tygam. Uh, but being honest, I think the deck is um I don't know. I don't see what's exceptional about it. I think okay, a lot of so, people have talked about it historically. But I'm, I'm so we talked here. we talked about the this is something that Morgan Spleenface and I have talked about mm-hmm. uh a good deal, and it kind of correlates into like what we just talked about, where Eson was really good in that rule of law meta mm-hmm. and uh, Tygam wasn't because Tygam needs to be casting spells. Uh, it's secretly like sort of a storm deck almost. Um, like not quite, but it wants to cast spells. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that 
playing a blue white if you want to play just a straight up blue white control deck that wins with turns this definitely is not a bad way of going about it um mm. the the issue i will always have is that every every time i try to build this and i think about that prospect right i am immediately met with the well you could just play tivit and do exactly that and then have access to black Mm-hmm. you know what i mean like that's like as somebody who is a dedicated azorius control player i right. love this card a lot it's one of my pet cards i like i i own like every version of this card yeah the issue is that you this is you, your grand arbiter for sure yeah, yeah this is very much my grand arbiter um like it, it's one of those things where it's like i want it to work really badly it has a lot of upsides but it's just like the angle that it ends up doing stuff on. I can just yeah. do that angle in an extra color better. Sure. Um, I think this is like, uh, I'm going to take her argument one step further and say, mm-hmm. this might be the worst possible time to play this deck. <laughs> okay. So I agree that we are no longer you little shithead. This cat. Keeps okay. taking our sponge out of our sink. I'm going to kick his ass. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Jinky Taxi is. Hi, Athena. See, Athena's just sitting over in her little corner that she loves and being a quiet dog. You're not very quiet usually. You're usually really loud. Do you want to come here? You want to come here? She come here. Come here, good girl. Oh. Say hi. Say hi to the camera, prisoner. No, you say hi to the camera. <laughs> you are a very bad kitty. I brought in Athena. Okay. Um, I'm sorry for disrupting the podcast, Mind Sculptor's audience. <laughs> yeah, I hear. <laughs> Meanwhile, Athena's being cute as hell. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, hi, good girl. Anyways. <laughs> Tygam. Yes. Is... Uh, Probably the worst place I've ever been because right now, and I noticed this when I was playing Atali, right? Um, we are in the middle of Ristic Study Summer, right? Like Mardu Summer was a joke. This is Ristic Study Summer slash Fall. This is the year 2023 is the year of the study, I think. The year and of our Lord, the study. The, the year of our Lord, Ristic Study. It's just, it is never, never been a more punishing time. People are just mulling for study, locking one down and passing the turn they're doing it italian they're doing it the one ring they're doing it with study and ristic and just every deck that wants to cast multiple spells is getting punished so freaking hard right yep. now if it's not winning on turn two like it is because it, just it, every time you want to like get your value engines online it needs to be a sisse it needs to be a kinnon you know what i mean you need to be able to play without casting spells or you need to be able to cast a bunch of spells and just win right away right? right you need to be able to not get punished for feeding a rhystic study and i think ty ham is one of those decks that just feeds a study doesn't actually put in a w and then just gets clowned on yeah i think that's fair um i will say the win attempts are a little easier because of the uncounterability aspect right. of it that's true but 
people will just do this thing called remove your commander. Mm-hmm. Which kind of sucks. Uh, I'm going to give it a three, personally. I love the card. Mm-hmm. I want to give it more. Uh, but it's just like... I, I don't see why I would not just play Tivit or yeah. Narset or insert yeah, yeah. three color turns deck here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah, really it's, how it's I feel about it. It's getting a two for me for all of the reasons we just talked about. Yeah. Uh, next card was by popular demand. Uh, Grenzo Dungeon Warden is a 2 2 goblin rogue that costs X generic and a black and a red. And it says Grenzo enters the battlefield with X plus one plus one counters on it and has an activated ability that costs two generic. Put the bottom card of your library into your graveyard. If it's a creature card with power less than or equal to Grenzo's power, put it onto the battlefield. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't. Yeah, no, that's how I feel about it. (laughs) Oh, no, I'm supposed to be the person who comments on Grenzo. This is I I, listen. I got I got nothing for Grenzo. It's literally listen, babe. There are so many good uh, black red decks out there at this point that you could play. Hell, if you really want to play something wild, play Rog Tevish. It's not a good deck, but you could play that. Um, yeah. Grenzo uh, is like yeah. a mad imagine. We, we just got done talking about fucking variant not that long ago. Imagine mm-hmm. the most variance heavy deck I could imagine. Is that what you're trying to do with this deck? I don't think you're trying to plant and stick, right? Like, I don't, I don't Yeah, that. you're probably just trying to like you know do the thing but also i just i don't know i hate this i'm I'm, so i'm going to the outdated outdated section of the cedh decklist database and seeing how many of these grenzo decks are uh like active right now they're all Um, doomsday lists right like yeah uh okay so this one hasn't been changed in a year this one six months ago. This one's nine months ago. Okay. This one's ten days ago. Oh. Okay. So let's see what this. Okay, it's got uh, it's got underscore goblin. Okay. Got brood lord. I'm confused. Roll gorger lines. Okay. Okay. So I feel like this deck has changed some. Maybe. <laughs> my general impression. There's no Kiki even in this deck. Right. Uh, which is not how the deck used to be. <laughs> right. Um, Grenzo's powerless, right? Power less than or equal to Grenzo's power. How did how did they used to win with Kiki? Well, you would um Kiki's a two-two. Yeah. So what you just Grenzo Grenzo for three. That makes Grenzo a three-three. Oh, you Grenzo for three. Yeah. Okay. So you okay. just well, you Grenzo for one, and it comes in with an additional counter because it's a base 2-2. Two, two. Well, yeah, I mean, Grenzo for three power. Right? Yeah, so you just Grenzo for three and you get it. So it's like, there's that. The issue is is that your... Um, it, it really just comes down to the fact that you have to tutor from the bottom of your library. Yeah, I just don't get 
it. <laughs> uh, like, uh, yeah, yeah. How do you cheat with the deck? Is There's two doomsday lines. Yeah. Why? Well, I, I just, I, I, I don't get it. I don't see it. No, thank you. I, I, I like. I'm down for Rakdos beep beep turbo, right? But like, this just seems like Rakdos beep beep turbo with a bunch of unnecessary additions. Like, it's nice that it's an infinite mana outlet for Dockside, I guess. But just play Prosper. Yeah, or or, or play or, or, <laughs> like it's hard to love this card when Omnixus is in the format. Yeah, right? exactly. Like, that's you're like drawing an average of twenty five cards a game, right? <laughs> With Omnixus because that's legit what happens every fucking time. Yep. Uh, or they never resolve Omnixus, right? So it's like that's I don't know. I, I, like the the thing that I was like, okay, maybe is I was like, okay, it turns your Mox Amber online, right? Like, yeah, you can sack it to calling the week, right? Like. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't get it. Um, but like it, it feels like it does all the things Rograk does, but then also like turns Doomsday on as a win con, but Rograk Tavesh also turns Doomsday on as a win con. Uh so and I'm not saying like every deck that isn't X amount of deck is invalid, but like this one specifically is so lean and aggressive that like if there's a better lean aggressive deck, that this one doesn't really provide much of anything right. to the strategy, right? So, like, what, what what's going on here? Then? You yeah, know? that that's I've I've never liked Grenzo like ever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've always thought it was like I mean, even back when Red had less tools, right? Like, I just yeah. like I've never liked the deck. I've always thought that it's kind of a meme, if I'm being honest. Mm. Uh, and it it just kind of like. I mean, wasn't it like one of the last decks drafted in the MLC two years in a row? Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, it went undrafted year one, and then Kill Stars took it in the um, free agency, is what he did. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, so I, I'm gonna give it a big old fact one. Yeah, this is one for me too. Sorry, buddy. Sorry, people in the comments that like Grenzo. I don't like Grenzo. Deal with it. Uh, <laughs> next card. Let's look at Captain Sisei, but not that one. Uh, it's uh, a two-two legendary human soldier that costs two generic, a green and a white. And you know it, you love it. It taps. Search your library for a legendary card, reveal it, and put it into your hand. Then shuffle. This is this is another pour one out for the homies. Rip Pension deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, this used to be. One of the best decks in the format mm-hmm. when Paradox Engine was around. And it was arguably one of the best things for the format because it kept the format very honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that that's gone, like I know there are some people who still play this deck and do okay with it. Um, but I, I don't I don't know overall my feelings on to say other than it feels it, it feels like it kind of sucks to be in green white without a paradox engine, right? Like, um, so like I I like Sisay a lot actually. Okay. Um, I, I I think Sisay is one of the most underrated commanders of all time. Okay. Uh, in the format, post pension especially, I think all of the work Choir Boy has done. He's done a lot um, of work for what it's worth. Yeah. Like, make lot. this archetype viable or or is like a significant amount. I played against him a lot. Every single time I played against him. Like his deck was worthy of respect. It yep. would always be the thing. It would always be online. Um, I think there's even a version. So he plays more of like an Ashaya 
mid-range stacks yep. version. I think there's even like a cleaner, not a cleaner, say, but like a simpler hard stacks version of this deck that's also just like, okay, first turn I get Guy's Cradle, second turn I get Elish Norn, right? Which also his version can't do, don't get me wrong. Um, but like, uh, I think the deck is uh, worthy of more respect than it's gotten historically. Yeah. Um, I think it's just kind of unattractive on a face level and everyone does that sort of conversation of like oh just well no pension anymore rip yeah um and it's it's more difficult now but i don't think that means it's bad per se i think it actually has like a lot of potential um i'm gonna throw like a seven or an eight on this one to be honest i think it's just it's it's super underexplored the ability to once again get legendary lands is really yeah that's that's really strong that's something people ignore a lot i played it in a lot of my like green white stacks decks in the in the early times right and a lot of times I'm working with people who are, you know, using these like early green white commanders, right? Like things like Gaddic Teague or whatever, right? Like these or like Yesharn, right? And my conversations with those players is always like, why not play Sisse and tutor those pieces out as the game goes on, right? right. And then just have like much good stack specs, you know, uh, have have that late game engine locked down, you know? Right. Yeah, I I. <sighs> I want to give it a better rating. I think I'm interested to see what it does now with like the one ring. Um, Because the one ring, I feel like definitely uh, adds a lot to this. Um, But I think overall, my like feelings on it are that a green white's one of those things where I, I always ask this question of what's the draw to a color pairing, right? Right. right. And like, so blue white. in a bad spot. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's kind of my thing, right? Is like blue white, what's the draw to it? Okay, well, I get a lot of control magic and the big trade-off I'm making for that is I don't have a clean way of closing out the game, but mm-hmm. I can be in control of the game most of it. Rakdos, you go super fast. Uh, Golgari, you have a lot of recursion and tutor effects. You know, I could go through all of this, right? Well, the the biggest issue I'm seeing right now is, sorry to cut you off. Oh, you're fine. um, Is that this is one of those decks that is a major, major sufferer of the Bowmaster problem, Yeah, right? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I I can't stress enough how much I fucking hate that card. (laughs) Like, I, I am so tired of Bowmasters, truly. I think it just it's so bad for the format and it's just like decks like this one that once again, like as you mentioned, keep the format honest, right? Yep. Like that 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 prevent it from just being like, oh hey, a bad player fed a Ristic study, and then the first player who untapped after them won because they got their Ristic study fed. Yep. And or that player went off and then the next person won because of that, right? And right. it's like that is that happens too much. Just too, too freaking much. Like I played Shorakai last weekend and like the amount of times I was like, cool, the entire table needs a single counterspell with multiple people having two blue open and no one had anything. And I was like, what in the fuck is going on? And it's it's because any sort of responsibility, any sort of interaction, stuff like that is just being disincentivized so aggressively. And yep. I think Bowmasters is a huge part of it. And it's so frustrating because these decks help to balance the form. They help to keep decks honest. And it's so obnoxious that it's just something we have to deal with right now. <sighs> rant over <laughs> no i get it i understand uh yeah. it, it, it's interesting because i always feel like i'm a little sheltered from the Bowmasters thing because i play tivit uh so it's one of those things yeah, where are, right but, yeah that's exactly it right but you you have to play decks like that yeah the, like if it didn't exist this format would be all turbo decks yeah like, you're it, right 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's, 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 uh, I, I give it a five personally. Uh, mm-hmm. this isn't anything against choir boy. Um, I actually think choir boys done a lot of amazing work with this because I yeah. think before he really picked it up and kind of kept carrying the torch, it was not a good spot. Right. Um, but I, I think that, like you said, with the, the Bowmasters thing, but also kind of heading back to what I was, was getting at is the particular draw to green white right now mm-hmm. is creature tutors. And right. like, I just, we, we were talking about this a little bit before the show, right? Is uh, or actually, I think we, you mentioned this when I was talking about play something different, like with Yisan, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you were just like, oh, just play Sisse. And it's like, yeah, Sisse Weatherlight Captain just does mm-hmm. this and more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I understand you have to pay like five mana for it and it's a different deck right. and it's a different style of deck. But it's one of those mm-hmm. things where I just, and this is one of the things I have with these older commanders and it and it kind of sucks but that these older commanders just feel outclassed these days Um, where a lot of them just feel like they don't do enough. Mm -hmm. And this is one of those things where I I feel like, listen, if this was in maybe one more color, let's fucking go. But at at two colors, it's a hard sell. So I give it Mm -hmm. a five. Yeah, I think for me it's like a six or seven. But as I mentioned, like uh Bowmaster's gone, then I start to like this deck a lot more. Yeah. It's just stupid, stupid or <laughs> Yeah. Well, and the other thing though, too, though, uh is you know, you mentioned, you know, like curse totem, creature hate, and all that stuff is really hot heavy mm-hmm. right now. So mm-hmm. it's it's one of those things where it's just like, eh, yeah, do I really want to play a deck that needs to tap to Yeah. So yeah. Uh, speaking of decks that need to tap next card on our list, Nin, the pain artist This is an old card. Mm. Um, this deck sucked when I started playing, Yeah, but it was, <laughs> but it's always been kind of fun because it's just bad enough, but it's, it's just good enough to be interesting, but bad enough to be bad. Um, Nin is a 1-1 yeah. Vidalcan wizard that costs a blue and a red and has the tap ability where you pay X generic, blue and red tap, and Nin deals X damage to target creature. That creature's controller draws X cards. Um, so this was not a great deck before. Shock. Uh, mm-hmm. It being a 1-1 makes it even worse. Because mm-hmm. Bowmasters and all that stuff. Uh, but I, I don't have anything else after that, but. Uh, yeah. Okay. So it's a nice Crown Scepter outlet, but it's a bad ice Crown Scepter outlet. It's a Dockside outlet, but it's a bad Dockside outlet. Yeah. Uh, it's a player removal, technically, if you get infinite mana, because you can either draw your deck or hit one of their creatures and make them draw their decks. Mm hmm. Uh, it's it's got some silly BDSM art, and that's what makes people giddy. I don't know what you want. <laughs> like this, this this deck was once again. It was bad when I started playing, yep. and I don't. It, it, it was fun and cute, and like the the best thing about it is that it turns on guardianship, deflecting swat, and mox amber. Yeah, like, congrats, you're a bad rogue wreck. <laughs> I mean, I think there is something to be. I, I think 
more of why I have this on the list is I think that these two mana commanders like this, mm-hmm. well, this might not be the one. I think that going back and looking at more of these is sure, sure. worth your time. Uh, mana because, is good. Yeah. Like I think there are a lot of two mana, two color commanders that could be potentially worth your time. Uh, this is not one of them. But yeah, yeah. Uh, this is more of my signpost. Hey, go back and check out some cards because there are a lot of real quick commanders out there and uh, mm-hmm. it's yep. worth at least looking at. Yeah, I can definitely agree behind that for sure. Uh, give it a big, big old fat. Can I, can I give this a negative score? Is that OK? I, I would be upset if someone showed up with this. So that's that's a zero, I think. Yeah, is, I'm going to give it a can- negative X where X is the amount of damage that the Nin player decides it wants to do to itself. <laughs> um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to give it a, a minus X is, is my, my rating for it. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to give it one disapproving look of, and then we'll just leave that there. That's fine. Give the, really? the disappointed dad right. look. Yeah. Oh, you gotta do a little more armful for that. Like, yeah, you know you shouldn't be playing in the pain artist in those tournaments, there, kiddo. <laughs> I told you too many times. We're not mad. Like the, we're just disappointed. I know you like the lady <laughs> with the big bazongas and the fun sex instrument, but she's not. Uh, she's not for playing in CEDH. I've told you too many times. <laughs> Why did you give your character a little bit of like that Ben Affleck af- accent to it? What? That was like Minnesota. Why did you get Ben Affleck? <laughs> Probably because is you're from my, Boston. Uh, my Boston energy yeah. just too much. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Listen, kid. Uh, <laughs> listen, guy. Listen, dude. listen, dude. I can do the rest of the episode in a real high Boston accent if you want. <laughs> in the pain artist. Oh, yeah. She'll fucking zap you real good, dude. <laughs> I give a 10 out of 10 for those tits. Moving on. Listen, if we're doing accents, I, I can I can fall back <laughs> into the, the Midwest Southern that that sort Not of thing lie. if you can. <laughs> Not gonna lie, Nin the Pain Artist gets me hard. <laughs> well, I don't know what you mean by that, good sir, but I do know that uh, Nin the Pain Artist sure is an interesting looking lady. Uh, oh I don't know God. that if I don't know if they would like her looks in my church. But uh, sure is an interesting uh, idea. I did find this next one. Uh, it was out in the crick. Uh, this one was the Gitrog monster. It's a, a big old fucking frog. It scared the living shit out of me. It was a 6-6. Six, six, <laughs> cost three generic, a black and a green. And it oh, had- come on. How long are you going to keep up with this? <laughs> I was really going to keep going until you said something. So uh, I, I, I've said multiple things. Please. <laughs> well, until you said specifically something about it. Uh, oh, I see. I see. I see. I see. Uh, but yes, it is, has death touch at the beginning of your upkeep sacrifice. The get rock monster. Unless you sack a land, you may play an additional land on each of your turns. And whenever one or more lands are put into your graveyard from anywhere, draw a card. Uh, everybody's aware of this deck familiar with this deck this used to be a very strong deck in the format and yep. it's not <laughs> no it's not that's what you got it's not 
I I think that we talked about draws to colors, right? With with Sise. Yeah. Um black green. So like the the graveyard interaction is very like cool with what this deck. Like I, I from a completely honest standpoint, if you like dredge type decks, this is very compelling from that regard. The issue is, is it's not a dredge deck. Mm. It's just not. And people want to people want to tell you it's a dredge deck, but it's really not. It's a mm. creature combo deck. We talked about this before mm. the show. And yep. Creature combo decks in black green that are not doing Hulk stuff. I'm a little sus of because how mm-hmm. like the, the way of closing the game mm-hmm. for get rog is yeah. you need to call a judge over and you need to make sure that they have read up on how this stuff works so mm-hmm. that you can do it properly. And right. If you have a chance of Mephistopheles out, it gets even yep. more complicated. So yeah. I don't like this as a commander. Okay. Yeah, I think the complicated aspect of the deck is not to be like undervalued, right? Like that is definitely a, a major downside for it. Um, the upsides of it being that it's a, a creature combo deck and a very fast one. Um you know, definitely really cool. Uh, the other day I played an out of time on Gitrog and it was like out of the game, right? Yeah. Like it's just a deck that cannot operate without its commander for the most part. Um, but it is a deck that still has like just so much potential to explode out of the gates. And it's a well, great it draws so many fucking cards. Like that is the yeah, one thing it, I will give it is it draws a buttload of cards. It's a great I win second deck, right? Like that is the best part of the deck is that it has that ability, right? Um, the thing is that it's just a deck that really struggles in the current metagame because it's it's engine gets it going right but it's not going to be as efficient as other things that exist right. and it's great that you have all the creature tutors and stuff like that but like those can only do you so much i also think it is a deck that suffers from uh insular deck building which is just get rog pilots play get rog and they only play get rog they don't really play a lot of other stuff and if there's you know diverse get rog pilots out there uh, are you one of the people who are constantly working on the primer i'm gonna ask you that and if you are congratulations you've proven me wrong but like most of the time everyone who plays get rog is just like huffing lines of get rog and doing nothing else right and it's 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 just that it is just get rock players. Right. And I think that they could use a little bit of diversity in their understanding of the list. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the get rock monster is a very powerful card. The fact that it combos very easily is, is good for the list, right? Like your, your discard outlets draw you to your actual win condition being the land. Right. And it's it, your deck more. Right. Um, but it's, it's just a deck that like uh, more times than not, I see someone land to get rock, sack all their lands, have get rug removed and lose. And yep. like, that's not, that ain't it. You know? No, it, it, I mean, I completely agree with that. And yeah. I think my biggest, like kind of feeling on it is that. Yeah. I, I said this before the show is I think get rugs biggest, like it mm-hmm. like biggest draw is that it draws a lot of cards, but it's also very good at filling your graveyard. And Mm-hmm. I feel like that when you're not in blue feels rough. 
Um, I do think this is a card you mm-hmm. can play in the 99 a lot more. I think that there are more yeah. decks that could use to, uh, we, we, again, I, I think I've mentioned this on the show before, but there is so much of the fucking like mm-hmm. format that has just not been explored. And mm-hmm. I think dredge is one of those parts in the format yeah. where people have just not looked and they have just been like, well, we can only do this. And it's like, okay, well, what else is there? That's when and, I, it's definitely, I lean into the, yeah, I lean into the, I, I need to see it to get yeah. what you're going for here. You know what I mean? But I'm not ready to write it off. Yeah. I, right? I, I mean, and I agree with that. I think it definitely needs more exploring. Um, but like, it's very easy mm-hmm. to, it needs development, right? Like it's very easy to look at a plot of mm-hmm. land uh, and see, yep, yeah. that's a plot of land until somebody puts a building there. Right. Yeah, uh, and so it, it's yeah. one of those things where I think that there's more exploration to be done. I also think that the mm-hmm. way Gitrog is winning now is very stuck in a twenty. I'm just going to say at best 2018 mindset, and yeah, uh, the yep, I agree. The the Turbo Gitrog list that I saw that the one that I saw do well did not seem to be doing that. Uh, so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's I. I like Gitrog a lot as a card. Yeah. Like I, I very much like this card. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I also I just have to use the bathroom. So bad. Yeah. You're you're good. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. That was Jazz by Night by Martin Landstrom and Gustav Lundgren. If you want to hear more from that, you can check them out on EpidemicSound.com. I'm your host, Callahan, the Mind Sculptor. We're going to get back into some crazy opinions here with the funny guy himself, comedian MTG. I like the part in the song where it goes click, click. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, what do you give the Get Rock Monster as far as uh, you know, rating goes? 
it's a six point nine. I'm gonna give it a four twenty. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Gearbox's fine. It's it's a yeah, it's, it's a six. I think. Yeah, I think a six is is reasonable. Uh, I, I from power perspective though, the card's nuts. Um, oh, it's nuts. These nuts. Uh, Whoa. <laughs> next commander on our list is Rashmi Eternity's Crafter. Wait, this is the wrong Callahan. It's supposed to be Lavinia. <laughs> God damn it. It's a 2 3 elf druid that costs two generic, a green, and a blue. It also does not have an image on the screen yet. No. Let me just. Fix that slide real quick. There we go. Yep. 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 Oh, look, Rashmi. Oh, Rashmi. I thought it's supposed to be Lavinia. All those things. Um, it says whenever you cast your first spell each turn, reveal the top card of your library. You library. You may cast it without paying its mana cost. If it's a spell with lesser mana value, if you don't cast it, put it into your hand. Which is interesting. It's very specifically not a draw, which is mm-hmm. actually very good. Um, yeah. In this world of bows and masters. In a world filled with Sauron's hatred. His bowmasters fight and flop, follow people throughout the lands of Middle Earth. I had to think about what that was called for a second. What do you think about Rashmi? Uh boy, huh? It's uh it's got a case of Azorius syndrome if I ever seen one. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, it's green. <laughs> uh for those who don't know, the, the term I'm coining in this moment is Azorius syndrome is the idea that there can be an extremely powerful commander with a game warping effect and just no way to fucking end the game. <laughs> Azoria syndrome. <laughs> yeah, my, my lady. <laughs> yeah, Lavinia wouldn't know anything about that. Um, like people used to literally try to win with Isochron Scepter until Blue Sun Zenith. Like, come on, that can't be it. Yeah, the best list I've seen to date uh, for Rushmi has been. A hermit druid and yes. oracle paradigm shift deck. That's been like the the highest performing rush me I've seen in seven million years. Like it's just yeah. it's been so long since this deck has been a real thing, and that's that's what we got for you. We got paradigm shift. Here, here's my issue with it. Um, yeah is because I actually like the effect and what it does. And I think it's like from a control standpoint. Great. The issue is just play Nimrus. Yeah. Like Nimrus does basically this and it also is at flash is in better colors and has easy win cons. Like there we go. There's, there's yeah. Those are my thoughts. Um, 
that that sums it up for sure i i I think that really that sums it up i I don't think there's anything that's been added recently that would change our perspective on these things i think it's just unfortunately that's it yeah i would agree with that i i want to like this card a lot but Mm -hmm. it's very powerful yeah it's very powerful um there's a world where maybe hear me out we do some flash stuff and i know that sounds very base level right but like you know we've got some more effects nowadays we can maybe do some storming storming norman you know, see uh you know we uh maybe we maybe we cast a liberator and then on someone else's turn maybe we cast a mana crypt and then we cast another artifact maybe we see what happens you know mana crypt uh, it's probably not gonna be anything yeah but it might be something might be something it's probably not, but it might be. <laughs> Could be a nursery. <laughs> <laughs> Could be an Agila card. Uh, I, I I give this a a, a one. Sorry, Cal. Um, if yeah, if it would make I you think feel it's good enough that it gets like a three or a four. Okay, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm just not ready to want it. I'll give it a two. Fair enough. I'll give it a two. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, that's how you move the people. That's how you. Move. <laughs> <laughs> said people right yeah okay i heard not something pee. else uh not, not pee hole <laughs> uh let's look at the next card speaking of liberator pee hole. oh yeah well, <laughs> zur the enchanter i i want to point out before i read what this does i have used the original copy of all of the cards so far in this and i've not used my preferred like copies and artworks because we're doing the back to the future episode so we're doing all the old artworks and all the I'm, old i'm sorry i think i think old zur is best sir what like he's literally tearing his own arm off this is fucking rad as the metal uh, sorry uh, old zur is best sir that man is psychotic beyond all belief i like the new zur more it's done by yeah, the, the same it's is. done by the same guy who does the thrasios art Jason Rainville. Uh, run. The new Zur is cool. This Zur is iconic. This this is like indescribably insane art. Like, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I I I, I hear you. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah. I just I have this issue where Jason. What's the artist on this one? Excuse you. Excuse me, Josu Hernes. Uh, great great art and uh guess what it uh also is same artist who did thrasios so mm-hmm. anyhow uh Zer the enchanter if you're unfamiliar with it where you been uh it costs a generic a white blue black cost is a human wizard with flying it's a one four that says whenever Zer attacks you may search your library for an enchantment card with mana value three or less put it onto the battlefield then shuffle um so if you remember back in the day you used to win by getting necropotence on whatever turn turbos are happen and then you played uh what was it called shimmer mirror it was called shimmer zur and uh that was a thing what are what are your thoughts yes yeah, that's that. That is that's, a magic card. That is a born upon one. That should be enough. 
Yeah. I so mean, you're this, a believer. I'm I'm a believer for sure. You're a believer um, in this yeah, deck. Yeah, it's me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I think I think Zer is okay. So like it's it's an Esper, right? So there's only so bad it can be, right? right. On a floor level, right? right. Um, I'm I'm sort of trusting in the word of Drake Sasser, which has uh, steered me wrong before. Do not get me wrong. Um, but uh, Drake is very much convinced that this deck is real nowadays and that it has a lot of potential. Um, and I would like to see that. Now, do I know what Drake is doing? No. Do I trust that it's at least marginally acceptable? Yes. Uh, it, it's it's one of those decks that I think, you know, got a lot of new pieces, born upon a win, as you saw me being punchy there and lifting up the screen. It's like a very real card. Right. And answers a lot of the problems or has, which is like actually winning not the shitty game. ways to win an instant speed, yeah. right? Um, is it the best thing to be doing? I don't know. I generally don't. I think it has a lot of potential, though, and that's yeah. pretty cool that that's a new thing, right? So, I mean, we did that whole Zer episode, right, where we like, like built different builds of Zer. I definitely like Zer a lot. I think it has a lot of potential. And yeah. uh, I was not on that one. You were actually one of the only previous corners that I was not on. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like Zer, I think has a lot of in, like a lot of potential, and we said this on the show before, but Zer has this toolbox effect that mm-hmm. you also just don't really get in these colors. Athena, what are right. you doing next to my power cords? I'd rather you not be down there. <laughs> um, but like that, that's kind of where I land with it, where uh, it has a lot of good toolboxy stuff going on. Every time yeah. a new enchantment in these colors is printed, it gets a little bit better. Uh, yeah. It's weird because it feels like a deck that wants to play out of time, but it sh- probably doesn't because that feels like it's yes, bad. I think about players. that. I, I, that's, that's another sentiment with this card that lives in my head for rent free. Yeah. Which is like, oh man, how many times has Zer got to suicide itself for an out of time? Yeah. <laughs> like, like it just, it's one of those things where, I think we're in a format where commanders are too good to not have out. And Zer is absolutely very good. And the fact that it's an attacks trigger and not a damage trigger is a huge thing in its favor. Um, Yeah. But again, like it's just one of those things where, okay, but what are we, how are you winning the game? How are we doing Mm -hmm. this effectively? I think a lot of the flash stuff has given it, a good yeah. uh way to go i really liked yeah. the idea of playing like helia ballista in this because it goes and tutors up half of that uh I yeah think that's a neat idea um this is not a turbo ad list guys like it's just not yeah uh i don't even know that it's a turbo necro deck if i'm being honest yeah but uh i i like it a lot it's a very solid deck i give it a a, a big old fat yeah. seven I, I think it has a lot of potential. I think it's definitely an eight or a nine. Yeah. I think like th- there's a lot of stuff there right now. There's a lot of new tech it's been given. And I just think a lot of people are sort of just letting it rest and not actually trying it. Yeah. Um, or if they're trying it, they're maybe trying to go kind of cute with it as opposed right. to efficient. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I definitely agree with you on that for sure. Uh 
And I think that's an interesting like thing when you talk about like why I like doing this type of episode is when you talk about like new commander, we talk about new commanders a lot on this channel, right? And so we often, uh, a lot of people are really looking at new stuff, new stuff, new stuff, new stuff, new stuff, like all the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, kind of forgetting some of these old strategies that are right. still good, right? Yeah. Uh, so Zer definitely worth your attention and your time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. t- check it out next week on the next episode of the Miscast. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, next card. Marith, Will of the Wild. It costs a red, green, and white. It's a zero, zero. That is an elemental beast. And when it enters the battle or it enters the battlefield with a number of plus one, plus one counters on it, equal to the amount of mana spent to cast it. Uh, and then it has a ability that uh, where you pay X, remove X plus one, plus one counters from it. X plus one plus one counters on target creature. X can't be zero. Or Marath deals X damage to any target. X can't be zero. Or create an XX green elemental creature token. X can't be zero. Um, hey, did you know X can't be zero? Uh, so this is a deck that I know Kai has, has played a lot with Fervent Alchemist mm-hmm. um, and has had reasonable success with um what is your thoughts on marith Cal, can i tell you a secret yeah i fucking hate this card <laughs> okay so and, why do you hate it yeah uh, so the, the thing is um it it sucks <laughs> it's it's is a long line of cards that are just like bad dawn waker thrasios is yeah. that people will bring up every once in a while and i'd be like oh that's cool i'm gonna play blue and and also do this mm-hmm. and have a cleaner outlet mm-hmm. and have blue uh, and i know and i'm i know i'm offending people i think kai was the first person to make me respect the deck mm-hmm. um which is you know uh shout out to kai I completely lost your audio there. I I hit the mute button with my glasses. Uh, Uh, (laughs) But Sam, I'm sorry. I don't like the deck. I I think it's 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 just play Rocco, baby. Just play Rocco or play Minsk or play any of the other. If you want to get real spicy, play Atla Polani. Um, no, well, hey, no, let's not. Let's, let's not. Hey, I, for all you Morath players out there, way better than Atla Polani. You've done it. Congratulations. I'm not saying it's Atla Polani's better, but if you're tr- going for the I, the spicy angle, you can get spicier. It's just the fact that you would take the time on our podcast to suggest Atla Polani. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> It's just like, like, yeah, hey, you know how Gitrog is good and also has non-deterministic loops? What if, hear me out, it was bad and had non-deterministic loops? And I know what you're thinking. What, what sort of genius would do a thing like that? Which, it, your whole egg's an egg, you know what I mean? Your whole deck's an egg. It's, it's great. Listen. We got to go back to where the dinosaurs are. If we go back to where the dinosaurs are, we'll, we'll solve the format. 
we'll solve the format. Anyway, that'll be when we f- we fix the 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 raid of Bowmasters will be over. We have to go back and start it from the very beginning. Oh, oh geez, cat. <laughs> my my Doc Brown really is uh, a little bit closer to to Rick than it is to Doc Brown. Uh, I mean, well, the, the show was originally called Doc and Marty. Yeah, so. I'm aware. Uh, really, Ian, do you want to tell me more about how Rick and Morty is based on uh, those characters? Because I wasn't aware. Oh, geez, Cal, it seems like maybe you're letting on the sarcasm a little heavy handed. <laughs> uh, Marath is bad. Don't play Marath. Sorry, uh, guys. It's like you could play it. You know what I mean? Like that's I think that's where I end with my compliments. You, <laughs> you can, can play it. it. I mean, I, you can play uh, anything. Okay, if you're, here's, here's you can play Nin the Pain Artist, but I don't think you should. Yeah. I think Marath's biggest upside mm-hmm. is genuinely uh, the fact that you can play Arena Rector, shoot it twice, and do the Vivian line. You you can do that in 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 uh, Mint yeah. with one last thing. Yeah, I'm aware, Cal. <laughs> I get it. I'm saying that's the biggest thing I can give it. Okay. Listen. <laughs> well, no, okay, but like for real though, like it's an outlet and it has that, right? Whereas Minsk is like a better version of that. There are better outlets that exist, right? But like it is that is my one pull the deck is that it has the Vivian pod lines and it has yeah. uh birthing pod and it's also an infinite man outlet. You know what I mean? Sure. That makes sense. I that's all I got for you. And, well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh Play mint. Still giving it like four. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. give it a uh, remove as many counters as you feel is necessary uh, to yeah. make this a good, good deck. Um, that is, that is my opinion, but baby, uh, listen, Morty, it's time. We got to go. It's time to, it's time for Mardu summer, ba- Morty, Mardu summer, Morty. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, yes, that's what they meant with Marty Summer. Alesha, who smiles at death, is a three-two, two colorless mm-hmm. or two generic in a red mm-hmm. human warrior. Could be an Agila card. Um, it's first strike, and says whenever Alesha attacks, you may play pay a uh, two black white hybrid. If you do, return target creature card with power two or less from your graveyard to the battlefield tapped and attacking. This used to be a stack stack. This used to be a thing that people played. Yes. I am aware of this. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I am searching through my mind, my mental palace for sort of a a reason. Are you going through? So here's the question that I need to know. Mm. Um, When you visualize you going through the mental palace are you going through it like like are you in a big library or is it more like Mm. uh a like Mm -hmm. pull out and you have the little like Mm -hmm. gotta go through all the little i imagine uh i'm i'm in like a a very loose uh sort of like a a war battlefield right um sort of like alesha's arts depicted okay i'm picking up the the corpse of a of a two or less power creature and looking at it and going are you worth it? And then it sort of looks back at me like, Arr. I'm like, nope. And I throw it back down into the grave. I pick up another one. And I go, how about you? And he's like, oh, no. All right. 
and then I do that infinitely because I don't see a reason to play this card. Um, you know, the 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 premier cards of the format that cost two or less are either insanely easy to cheat in, you know, vis-a-vis Kiki-Jiki, mm-hmm. right? Uh, or they cost two anyways, like Dockside. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that you can you can entomb a creature and then bring it back. Um, but you can also Vampiric Tutor or Imperial Seal or Demonic Tutor for the same creature because <laughs> you're in black. Yep. Um, and apart from Unmarked Grave and Entomb, like that's really it for efficient graveyard tutors. Some would argue Gamble, but that's half a meme. Um, They're buried alive. Oh, there's also buried alive. Of course, Callahan. Thank you. Uh, just start controlling to it. It's fine. Oh, no, I, I almost had the arrogance to say, technically speaking, buried alive would get you your combo. That would be good. Uh, but no, buried alive, if you attack with Lesha, can allow you to reanimate a Kiki Jiki combo uh, with one of them tapped and attacking and not actually get you the combo. So d- please forgive my arrogance because uh, you will already be mid combat and therefore unable to actually do anything with it. So, no, there is literally. I picked up the last corpse. It looked at me like, I got two power. I'm like, all right, go back to bed, sweetheart. Uh, and that's. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. Literally. Uh, cool. It's just not. It's not it. It's not it. Yeah. I don't know. There might be something there. I don't know what it is, but there might be. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you got a two for me. <laughs> you got a. Uh, it's definitely a, a two for me. Uh, you know, I feel like this episode we chose uh, what I would consider maybe looser commanders to to really put our prayers on. I feel like last episode we got really jazzed about some of the cards we're talking about. This one, I feel like we're a bunch of like jaded boomers. Like, what the hell? Why are we even looking at this card nowadays? <laughs> I mean, there are some positives too. I mean, you could cast off a jeweled like. Uh, the, okay, full sincerity. There are good things about yeah. this card. There are attractive things about this card, but mm-hmm. I do think that there are better things that you could potentially be doing. Um, with that being said, again, I do think there's a lot of unexplored space in this air or in this like format. And I think that yeah. this is potentially something that you could explore more. Um, what that looks like, I don't know, but I mean, like it, it is undeniably a good effect. Um, so it, it is limited. But reanimating something for two mana with a condition is not bad. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I think that it's a a two, uh, but I would be willing to give it a five if somebody showed me a really compelling build. Um, yeah, kind of how I feel about cool. it. Let's move on uh, to the other. Uh, there are a lot of fate or forged ones in this in this uh review. Hell yeah. Uh Tassiger, the Golden Fang. Sinestra, this one's for you, baby. Uh Sing me a song, you're the banana man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a four-five that costs five generic and a black, has delve, and has the activated ability of two generic and a and then two green blue uh hybrid mana. You mill two cards, then return a non-land card of an opponent's choice from your graveyard to your hand. Uh, Ian. 
It's that time in the mood for a banana, and everyone's feeling <laughs> I wanted to play Thrasios, but didn't want to play Tavesh or Tormod or any of the other black partners, so I just play Tassiger. <laughs> Why yeah. <laughs> would I want to play Chimna every day? Oh my god, girl. Listen, you started uh, singing. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, listen, Billy, Billy Joel is unironically my favorite artist of all time. So this is on mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I guess I should have known that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Tassiger is okay. Full sincerity, I actually do think Tassiger Neoform is like a cool thing. Um, yeah, you know, that's that is a thing that I I am very into. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I also think Soltai is, is just where I land on it. Yeah, too. I also think um, Sol- I, li- yeah. I like. Yeah, no, that's what we're saying. I was just gonna say I think Soltai is like super underexplored right now. Um. Mm, I think Sultai is appropriately explored right now. <laughs> I think it's just in such a bad spot. Like it doesn't even do green well, right? Like you don't even have an ignoble or a noble hierarch. Like that sucks so bad. Well, my, my my thing is with green, and I just kind of talked about this earlier. Is I, I, green has a lot of good cards in it, and I think what we need to do is maybe change what we think green does a little bit. And maybe mm-hmm. go hunting for some new ways to approach green. Um, well, I think Neoform is is that way, right? Sure. Like, like yeah. I think that's the reason to play Tassiger mm-hmm. is it like unequivocally like the idea that your Tassiger is not a Tassiger; it is an outlet for when it becomes your Holebreaker Horror, mm-hmm. right? Like that is that is the reason to play Tassiger, in my opinion. Like, no ifs, ands, or buts about it, right? Like, it's just you convert this card into a better card, period, and it's cool because it's not that hard to be able to convert your your mm-hmm. graveyard into a tassiger very early delve is not a hard thing to no, fuel right the game goes on naturally progresses you're playing your lotus petals you're playing your leds sometimes depending on the build right like you're, you're doing stuff in a way that is going to fill your graveyard so that you can cast tassiger right and then when you get tassiger down uh, the activated ability is not the sexiest i'm not gonna lie like it it could use a little tlc uh, and it sucks that you can't even win when there's a rest in peace. Like yeah. that, that part is pretty rough. Um, but I, I think, you know, and it, while I was thinking about things, I was like, okay, but well, why play this over Thrasios Dargo? Mm-hmm. Right. And the answer is you have the consistency of black, right? right? You lose the explosiveness of red, right? You lose that Dargo, you lose your breach, you lose your dockside, which are big fucking hits. Right. Like let's, let's be real clear about that. Those are big hits, but what you gain is the ability to tutor whatever you want, whenever you want it. And um, and you get Thoracle Consult, which is I cannot right. begin to stress is huge. It's huge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I think Tasker is fine. I yeah. think it, like it does the thing well. I think uh, you know I saw it on this list today, and I was like, hmm, maybe I'll take another look at it again. Right? It's like yeah. it's it does what it does very efficiently. Right? Yeah. So you play your Birthing Pod Neo Form Eldritch Evolution, and you turn Tasker into something very strong. Uh, Preferably a Hullbreaker Horror, but there are other options. There's Nezahol. There's um, all sorts of stuff you can yeah, play yeah. and make turn. It's also like, you know, it's a Nas deck that doesn't win with Breach, but you can still play Ice Scepter, which I don't think is the worst thing in the world, right? Um, it's like obviously 
not everyone's favorite thing to be doing at the current time, right? But like, I, I think it's still acceptable yeah. um, by by many, I absolutely many standards. Agree. Especially post Nas, right? Like it's the cleanest way without red to win post Nas, apart from like Thorkel itself, yeah. right? But like even then you get color choked a lot. So like four colorless mana is not hard to achieve. Yeah. I I basically am at this point and I, I'm kind of exploring this with Sidisi. I might try it moving that to Moldrotha instead. But um like a lot of my like theory crafting right now has been what does green do really well and how do I play to that? And yeah. I think, and not just specifically what does green do really well, but what does green do? What does our, for, what does it do in this format really well? And yeah. I think playing to that is uh, definitely something that I think is worth doing. I think there's a lot of really good right. uh, abilities in there. I think it's best when paired with black, if I'm being completely honest. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah, I green really needs the black to balance it out. Um, but overall, I think that I've said this, I've been on record uh, for several years saying that this could be an S tier commander. I don't know that I think it's an S tier commander now, um, but I also think that it's super strong and like, I, I really love this card and mm -hmm. think that it is a very good card that should probably be explored more in some more diverse ways. Uh, yeah. I think it suffers some of the get wrong issue, if I'm being honest, mm. uh, where the, the people who, yeah, yeah the people who test Tassiger are the people who play Tassiger, uh, and yep. they're the only people who take looks at it, but yeah, uh, that's, that seems fair. Uh, I give it a solid seven. So, yeah, I think it's I think it's an eight. I think it's underplayed yeah, for how strong that's fair. there was a very long time before Holbreaker Horror came out where I was like, there's literally no reason to ever play Tassiger. And that's not the case anymore. Yeah. So, um, you know, check it out. Check it out. Check it out uh, on your little, little. Yeah. next one. Carador, Ghost Chieftain. Uh, Carador costs one less for. Yeah, I'm not even going to read what the card does. Uh, if you're if you're a fan of the show and you're a Spotify listener, I'm sorry. Just look up what Carador Ghost Chieftain does. This card's not very good. There's so many other good options. Just play one of the better ones. Imagine replacing white and Carador and getting blue and playing Muldrotha. Yeah, I don't know. Carador is just like we have Tim Nahalana now. Why why would you ever just fuck with this card? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. It like sucks to say it, you know, but like, no, this is the epitome of a zero for me as well. You you don't, you don't think that Boon Weaver is coming back. Boon Weaver can come back in Timna Halana. <laughs> That's the problem <laughs> is that Boon Weaver in this boomer shit can still be in a better deck that has Timna. Yeah. Like that sucks that I have to say stuff like that. That's just where we're still at. Still play you know? black white it, and you don't have that problem. It's fine. <laughs> Um, last card, Brea Ethereum Shaper. We talked about Yidris last week. We're talking about it's Yidris's sister. Uh, yep. it's four four human that costs sands green, and whenever it enters the battlefield, create two one one blue Thopter artifact creature tokens with flying. Has the activate ability that costs two generic. And you sacrifice two artifacts. Choose one. Brea deals three damage. Target player, planeswalker. 
or target creature gets minus four, minus four until end of turn, or you gain five life. Um, that's actually just top 16. What was it? Columbus? Yeah. You know, I, well, so not only the top 16 Columbus, it's just top 16 last weekend. Yeah. Um, and so by the time you're hearing this, it will be Monday, uh, the weekend prior mm-hmm. in top 16, a chaos tournament. Now, if you're like me, I have been saying for the past several weeks, because people started playing Bray again, I've been like, why the fuck are people playing Bray? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, it's just worse than Kenrith in every way. Right. Mm-hmm. That was my argument. Um, it is like a bad Kenrith that loses to many more things that Kenrith loses to. Mm-hmm. Until I saw this stupid list from the Chaos Tournament, and I was like, "God damn it!" They figured out a reason to play Abrea, <laughs> and the the reason is is that you can play Liberator and you mm-hmm. can play Shimmer Mirror, and you can win on top of people. And I was like, "Fuck!" Now I have a reason to play Abrea, and I don't want a reason to play Abrea. God damn it! <laughs> I have a really pretty Abrea. I want a reason to play Abrea. I'm all about yeah, it. I guess I do have a secret layer Abrea too. But like, so the idea is right. You have your uh, ice cron scepter combos. Yeah. You have born upon the wind, and you have uh, liberator and shimmer mirror. And not only do you have ice cron scepter, but you have Oriok bomberman combos, right? So, with those combos, you can at some point your opponents are trying to pop off, right? Yeah, this is the. This I just need current. to acknowledge the name of the deck is We Broke Necropotence, and I love it. Yes, it is. Um, I believe it is very punchy on purpose. Um, but the idea is you can go okay. Uh, in response to what you're doing. I'm going to uh, say, for example, you you have one of those those kooky little rock sci pilots who have resolved and or they're about to resolve an underworld breach. You look around the table and go, oh, no, guys, do we not have anything? And they're like, I, don't, I can't counter it. You go, all right. Well, in response to that underworld breach, I'm going to flash in this liberator Urza's battle thopter, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm also going to flash in uh, a mana rock. And here is an ice crown scepter. And I'll put a dramatic reversal on it. Oh, cool. I'll make infinite mana. And then, oh, hey, look, my commander, Brea, here, I'll flash her in and kill you in response by casting her over and over again. Uh, and that's just something you can do. And you can do the same thing with Bomberman, right? You have mm-hmm. your salvagers out and then you pass the turn and then you're like, just kidding. Flash in three mana, crack that LED, boom, do the combo, put it back in my hand, flash it in, put it back in my hand, flash it in, make it for the mana, play Brea, win the Flash game. it in, flash it in. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you, guys. You're welcome. I got your back, Jack. Uh, yeah, that's hot. Oh, it's playing Oswald yeah. in the 99. Oh, you can... Huh. Interesting. You can turn your soul ring into an Isochron Scepter. Well, I was also thinking... Um, that was a joke. Well... <laughs> I guess you can't turn Brea into a um because uh what is it? Bolus has said it'll cost six or is it five? Yes. Yeah, it's six. Okay. I was like, man, that'd be you can you can turn your uh Brea into a paradox engine. <laughs> uh you could turn your liberator into a one ring, which is a, a thing. Good. Um yes. I feel like the one ring should absolutely be in the stack, but uh Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I like this a lot. This is really cool. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm upset that it's very real. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> like, I love it. it. It's cool. I'm just like, I, I kind of thought Bray would die, but I guess Bray is not dead. So here we are. No, no death. Only life. Yeah. The worst part is I now am legally obligated to give it a 10. <laughs> Why? Because it placed in this event. No, because it's a cool way to play the deck, oh. and I've been looking for a list like this for a while, and I hate it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Wow. 
Tatiova Benthic Druid won Chaos. Interesting. Yep. Um, yeah, Wrath. Good job. Brea looks cool. I'm into it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is that's 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 what I got. Um, I'm gonna give it a a nine. Um, I think that Brea is still very good. I think I've said this before, where I think like Brea is probably more of the Storm Commander than Timnacrom. I think I've said that. Uh, well, yeah, because you can't grind with Brea, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can grind with him. And so it's like the people who are playing Timnacrom, like it's a Turbo, Turbo Nas yeah. should probably be playing Brea instead. Um, uh, I think they should play um, uh, Will and Eleven or Will oh, and Will Lucas. and Lucas, yeah, Baby yeah. Blue Farm, <laughs> Baby Blue Farm. Uh, yeah. So that's it. Uh, any more thoughts before we leave? What are your thoughts on this whole endeavor that we've done over the past week? You know, I will say I, I liked part one a little bit more. I don't know if it's because maybe there were a little too many cards on part two where I was like, no, I'm glad they're dead for no, a the reason. sequels like, are never <laughs> as good. Sequels are never as good. Never as good. Um, but I'm definitely curious. And also, hey, if you're out there in the audience and you're like, I, I can't believe they said that thing about the commander that I love truly, uh, feel free to leave a comment down below and and tell tell Cal off. How dare yeah, they? Yeah, tell me. Yeah. If you want to uh, leave any complaints, uh, feel free to go over to at Catan Enthusiast on Twitter and leave all complaints there. <laughs> Yes, that's my Twitter. For sure. 100%. Yes, yes. Hapkaton enthusiast. Don't worry uh, about and, and, it. It'll be fine. <laughs> All right, Mark. Marty. Oh, oh, yeah, Doc, what's up? Listen. Yeah. We we went back in time and Yeah, we went to the past. We went to the past. Yeah. But yeah. we're recording this in the past. Oh yeah. Okay. So oh, so now we are gonna go to when the audience hears yes. it, which is the present. Yes. We've got to go back. We've got to the go present. back to the present, Morty. Marty. <laughs> Marty. <laughs> more, more. <laughs> Great Scott. <laughs> Bert. Well, Doctor Riff. Uh, I did G Willikers. <laughs> I can't. I, okay, the, the tin foil got caught in my glasses. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness yep. uh thank you for listening to the podcast thank you for being fans uh checking everything out um ian is a coach uh do your shill ian yeah hey everybody my name is ian from the youtube channel comedian or you can MTG, call him Mar- marty or you can call me marty or marty uh, mcfly uh, uh, you can find me over at ComedianMTG at YouTube.com or on Twitter with the same name. You can also uh, find me for CEDH Coaching. Hit me up at ComedianMTGGmail.com, Twitter, or Discord for any of those things. Uh, we're doing not only one-on-one coaching, which is an individual coaching session nowadays, but we're also doing gameplay coaching where you play games, we go over the plays that happen, all of that stuff. It's all really cool and uh, really good for uh, stepping up to the next level of CEDH play. I, I can still hold the title of uh, most wins with diverse commanders in the past two years, so if you want coaching by someone with that title, you should come uh, come find me. He's pretty good. He's my co-host for a reason. Not just because he's he's yeah. funny and good looking, but uh, also because he's good. Um, Jeez. Uh, well, thank you, Intrepid Traveler, for joining us for the Mind Sculptors. If you would like to support us on Patreon to hear more entertaining comments like this, please do so, and you'll have your name in the credits. Why are you maybe? talking like Nigel Thornberry? 
<laughs> and I was kind of trying to do the, the voice from earlier, but I think it's a little more nasally. It's definitely, uh, uh, you've definitely <laughs> given me some Nigel Thornberry vibes there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this has been the Mind Sculptors, and if you if you hit the like button and subscribe, it would make us very happy indeed. Don't forget to to. Oh, I can't do that voice. Oh, dang it! <laughs> I got this one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> make sure you smash that like button give it a good whack (laughs) yeah if you want to come on down you want to hit that big old like button we'd really appreciate that it'd be real 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 swell of you darn Darn tootin all right (laughs) my name's cal thanks for listening we'll see you next week i am also here goodbye I'm trying to keep you yeah. All these memories bittersweet yeah. Dynamo can't stay it no more Yogi Gesso get the gun I'm so negative we can't keep making these rain clouds Stay over here Don't wanna keep this going Can't fix what's already broken